Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. With offices in the Midwest. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is when to switch attorneys. And this is based on an article on our blog, FamilyLawHeadquarters.com, dated January 8th, 2023. And the title of that article is When to Get a New Attorney. So as a follow-up to the episode today, go on over to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com and, and check out the article for more information on this topic. But let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, when a divorce or family law matter begins, it's, it's vital that an individual hire a lawyer. Uh, a divorce or family law uh, case is intricate, it's tough, there's nuances and details that, that really an attorney needs to handle for a party. Now, some parties contemplate representing themselves, but, but truly that is almost always a bad idea. And when a divorce or family law case begins, an individual needs to hire an attorney. Now, when an individual hires an attorney, they can look at various different factors from uh, from experience, uh, practice focus, personality, hourly rates, you know, other items. Um, and so, you know, ultimately, individual decides to hire an attorney. So they pick one. They weigh these factors. Maybe they meet multiple attorneys. Um, and then they decide to hire an attorney. Now, for some folks, you know, maybe the divorce or family law case was coming for a while, and um, they took a lot of time to make this decision. But for other individuals, the reality is maybe the divorce or family law case snuck up on them, and and the choice of the attorney that they hired was somewhat rushed. Uh, Maybe they did it in haste. And so, you know, this can go in either one of these directions. Um, but ultimately, uh, the relationship goes well. And the hope is that when somebody chooses a law firm or lawyer to represent them, uh, they're happy with that decision and, and they can move forward with that, that, that decision. And that attorney can take them from the beginning of the case all the way to the finish line and past the finish line to where the case concludes. And, and the hope is that. Uh, the relationship is satisfactory. So certainly clients, when they choose a lawyer or law firm, they want that relationship to go well. And I think most lawyers want that relationship to go well, uh, you know, too. You know, they want to make their clients happy and they want to do a good job for them. And and that's the hope of uh, almost any lawyer as well. But, but sometimes the relationship doesn't go well. Um, sometimes uh, the client has second thoughts. Uh, they just don't feel comfortable with the choice of a lawyer. And, and sometimes that can happen early in the case, and sometimes that can happen midway through the case or maybe later in the case. I mean, every situation is different. Um, uh, in some cases, it could be a personality conflict. Um, you know, maybe the, the client is looking for somebody who is very uh, caring and compassionate, and maybe they just don't like the bedside manner of the lawyer. They feel that maybe the caring and the compassionate traits that they're seeking are lacking, and they just don't feel a good vibe uh, from the lawyer. So, I mean, that's certainly one possibility. Uh, Sometimes a lawyer might look, or I'm sorry, a client might look at the lawyer's work early in the case, and they might have some concerns about the lawyer's abilities. Um, It could be that they just have questions or concerns about their skills, uh, maybe their advocacy, 
Uh, maybe they're just not happy with the work product that is put before them, and, and the worry could be, is this lawyer going to get me to X, Y, or Z place, which is their goals uh, for the outcome of the case. So sometimes, again, uh, clients have concerns about their lawyer and whether their lawyer can get them to where they want to be. All right? Uh, that would be a second possibility. And, and sometimes it could just be communication in general. Uh, lots of individuals who are going through divorce or family law matter can be put in their most needy state. I mean, it could be that these folks are independent and and not very needy in general in their life, but uh, the reality is a divorce can, can bring out these traits and bring them out in ways uh, that might not ordinarily be there for that person. Um, and so, you know, maybe they desire lots of contact, lots of communication. And maybe, uh, you know, somebody just feels as if they're not getting that communication. And then when that communication isn't there, um, that can cause a disconnect on the part of the lawyer, or on the part of the client, in terms of their lawyer, and they might second guess or question, you know, whether or not uh, this relationship is going to work or not. Obviously, there's other possibilities as well, uh, but regardless of the situation, if an individual hires a lawyer, they have second thoughts about this selection, uh, that could be, you know, quite a quandary for a client. And they have to consider, do they stick with the lawyer and hope that the representation improves? Do they get a different lawyer to represent them and hope um, that uh, the new representation would be better? Uh, these are tough decisions. And, and the truth of the matter is there's no right or wrong answers. Um, in many cases, the representation might improve. So it could just be sort of an impasse between the attorney and the client, but over time they get past it, they move on, the relationship rectifies, and it gets better. And, and it could be a situation where the client is thankful in the end for sticking with the lawyer that they selected. Um, in other cases, the relationship could end up getting worse. You know, uh, it just it doesn't get better. The communication doesn't improve. Uh, the advocacy doesn't improve. Maybe the client is... Uh, dissatisfied with things that are happening in the case, maybe they feel like the case is moving away from them, like whatever their goals are, uh, they seem far away, and like maybe the opposite of what they want is actually happening, and maybe they stick with a lawyer, but then at the conclusion of the case, they regret it. Um, and so, look, there's not uh, uh, cut and dry rules here. It's not uh, black and white. Everybody uh, has to come to their own uh, decision on whether or not um, to stick with a lawyer or to get a new lawyer. But in terms of when to make that final decision, uh, if if an individual is uh, really contemplating whether or not to stay with their lawyer or to get a new lawyer, um, I can give you some sort of general guidelines uh, to really think about and contemplate. Um, and in a general sense, if an individual is going to change lawyers, uh, it is usually better to do it early in the case uh, because, look, the closer a case gets to, to a trial or court dates, it can be harder to change at that time. I mean, the truth is a new lawyer would likely have to spend substantial time getting up to speed in the case. Um, some lawyers might not even want to get in late in the case. They might just feel like, look, this case has um, progressed so far, so much has happened, and maybe uh, a lawyer would take a pass on the case and just say hey, they don't have the time or energy to kind of get up to date on the case and sort of a crash speed course, you know, to be where they needed to be to be competent and diligent. So, look, as a general rule, 
if somebody's thinking about changing lawyers, it's almost always better to do it earlier in the case than later in the case. Later in the case is tough. It can cause a party, again, um, uh, to spend a lot more in fees having to pay a new lawyer to get up to speed. Because, again, they might have to read all the old pleadings, prior pleadings in the case that predated them. They might have to read deposition transcripts, reports, you know, discovery that was issued and responded to prior to them getting in the case. And they might have to read prior correspondence, prior emails, prior letters, all these things. And, and all of this could cause a party to spend a lot more in fees than if the change was made early. All right? So, again, this is not a cut-and-dry rule. Uh, sometimes toward the end of the case, the relationship is so bad, the client has no choice but to change. At least they feel that way, like they must change course because they're close to trial they're just not confident in their lawyer um, but if that can be avoided it's better to do it early than later in most instances although again like i just said sometimes maybe uh, a client feels as if they have no choice to do it late in the game but they just have to know again you know some lawyers might take a pass on the case late in the game and the cost can really increase with the lawyer getting up to speed uh, uh, you know in a rush to try to be ready for court dates uh, here's something else to think about and contemplate um, for individuals who are going through this this situation where they're deciding whether to stick with their lawyer, uh, which is this, which is oftentimes sitting down with a lawyer and expressing the concerns that are out there uh, can be a vital first step. So if an individual is really thinking about cutting their lawyer loose and getting a new lawyer, um, oftentimes it makes sense to let the lawyer know that, that there's dissatisfaction here, that they're not happy, uh, they don't like what's happening uh, for X, Y, or Z reason. They don't like the communication. They don't feel as, as if the caring and the compassionateness uh, uh, that's needed for the case are really there, or maybe they, they have concerns about the advocacy. They want something presented that the lawyer isn't presenting. Maybe they you know, discuss that with the lawyer and go through it. So, look, it almost always makes sense to sit down with the lawyer, have that meeting, and then gauge the lawyer's reaction. You know, a lawyer who really wants the case, uh, a lawyer who wants to get the client to the finish line will almost always be willing to sit down and talk through the concerns so that the relationship can be salvaged and the case can be completed um, without having to switch lawyers, okay? Uh, but in some instances, the meeting might be such that the opposite takes place and the client feels even worse about it. Uh, maybe they, they don't hear what they want to hear from the lawyer. Um, uh, maybe they are sort of emboldened to change lawyers, right? Uh, I mean, that could certainly be the case as well. And it could be, too, you know, it's important to keep this in mind. You know, sometimes, um, you know, the lawyer can give legal reasons for why they've done various different things and maybe explain that to, to the client such that the client says, okay, I understand now why you did what you did, and that makes sense. And, and then maybe their concerns about the advocacy or the work product sort of diminish once they there's a better understanding that's there. So look, a meeting can be a very, very good thing um, uh, before making that final decision. And then for those individuals who decide, you know, look, I need to get a new lawyer, I don't have a new choice, or I don't have a choice for X, Y, or Z reason, or they feel that it's the best choice for X, Y, or Z reason, then it's very important to make a good second choice, right? Really think that second choice through, because sometimes it can be easy to fire somebody and you bring somebody else in, but the issue is, is the person being brought in, are they really better than, than what the client had to begin with? 
and so the second decision really needs to be contemplated, really needs to be thought out, and shouldn't be something that that is ultimately a reactionary decision because that could just result in the client then firing the second attorney, wanting to get a third attorney, right? Um, and so I would think almost nobody would want that to be the case going through divorce or family law matter to have to go on to a third attorney. All right, so that is the topic today, when to switch attorneys. Again, for more information on this topic, go to familylawheadquarters.com. Read the article dated January 8, 2023, titled When to Get a New Attorney. Hope you found the episode helpful today. Stay tuned to our next episode coming up on Family Law Talk. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stange Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stange is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105.